Did you know that there is research going on that is all about cheese snackability? For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. While some may say that there is no way to make cheese even more of a perfect snack, Jason Prunchinski, a master's student at UW-Madison, is working on just that. While cheese is a delicious and nutrient-dense snack, increasing shelf-stable cheese snack options is an area of growth potential, and that's the driver behind Jason's research. So Jason, tell me a little bit about your background. You're from Alma, Wisconsin, but how did you end up in Madison researching cheese? So graduated high school in 2014. I knew I wanted to go to UW-Madison. I, however, didn't know what my major was going to be, so it took me two years to figure out a major. Majored in biochemistry. Then in my junior year, I started working at the Center for Dairy Research as a, a student hourly in the analytical department. And then when I graduated, they hired me full-time in the department. So I worked there for two years and then got to interact with the grad students quite a bit. And it rubbed off on me. And I decided I would like to see if I could go to grad school as well. And I was accepted into the Lucy Lab. Tell me a little bit about what your master's project is. My master's project was originally um, billed as an extrusion project where we'd extrude cheeses, cheese blends, natural cheese blends to make an expanded product. But I started during the pandemic and I could not for the life of me find an extruder to get into Babcock Hall. And the ones that we knew about were either out of service or the people who had them didn't want to play ball. So um, after a brainstorming session with my advisor and some of the PIs, um, we tried all kinds of different crazy things like microwaves and food aeration. That's kind of how we ended up here. So what is it that you're making? Technically, I'm making a pasteurized processed cheese product that you can microwave into a shelf-stable snack cheese puff. Um, It's just making cheese from powders, adding in protein, fat, um, kind of the different parts of the cheese that have been disassembled, and we're blending them back together in a ratio that we want, and making that in a processed cheese cooker, and then taking pieces of the cheese and just zapping it with a microwave to puff it. Pretty simple. A lot of the food trends out there, higher protein, people want higher protein, they, but they want snackability on the go, and cheese has had some problems. But I, I see more and more products where you have, again, shelf-stable, you have things like Wisps, which is, you know, a pure cheese cracker, things like that. Is those kind of trends what's driving your research? I would say so. Um, we see products out on the market um, that are great in that they've made inroads to get dairy out of the refrigerator and onto the shelf-stable snack aisle. My job is to make a literature bed for people in the industry to draw off of um, if they decide to make a shelf-stable snack cheese puff. They might not make it the exact same way I did, but hopefully some of the conclusions that we draw will help them at some point. Tell me about the first iteration of your product and how it got to where it is today. So the first iteration of the product, um, we were messing around in the dairy plant. Um, We had some fat-free mozzarella on hand and a food aerator. So we made some processed cheese in a processed cheese cooker and then made them that they were hopefully thin enough to run them through the um, food aerator without breaking it. And we did that over a series of days. Um, Definitely pushed the limits of what it could do, but we got this nice foam that came out. However, it would collapse after sitting at room temperature for a little bit. And by the time we microwaved it, it still would expand, but it was losing that potential. And for our purposes, it made something very difficult to test because it's changing so rapidly, it's losing that foam. So we kind of put that on the back burner. And then that same month, trying out an extruder, just for not an extruder, like puffing extruder, but just more of a forming, putting things into tubes extruder. And the formulation we tried that day, just I 
on a whim we just tried to microwave in and it was like whoa this expands so and then played around with the formulation a bit throughout some ingredients that we had like we had some i think we had like a light dusting of starch like 0.2 percent starch in there that um, got rid of that messed around with fat ratios and whatnot made a lot of processed cheese up in the lab and then once we had something that we could test and learn from then we scaled up to making processed cheese in the dairy plant and that's where i am now so have you hit the sensory panels yet i know sensory panels is a big part of research tell me a little bit about that piece for you Yep. So the sensory panels, um, since we're making a shelf-stable cheese puff, um, we tasted them with the sensory panel right after we made them just to see um, their flavor and their sensory sensory attributes. Then since this is a shelf-stable product, we wanted to confirm that this was indeed going to hold its crunch and whatnot, so we kept feeding them to the sensory panel. We put the puffs into little plastic bags, stored them away for two months, came back, tried them four months, tried them again six months, tried them again. And so the sensory panels definitely tasted a lot of cheese puffs over the past year. And um, we found that they hold their crunch quite well. I can't wait to see what delicious snacks are brought to the market based off that research. That was Alma, Wisconsin native Jason Pronchinski telling us more about the research he is doing as a master's student at the Center for Dairy Research in Madison. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.